13-year-old Aurora was tired of her 11-year-old sister being ungrateful. So she took matters into her own hands. This is the story of Dora Betancourt. Hello, happy St. Patty's Day. It is Friday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day already. Big parade going on downtown, people out drinking really early today, but I had to work, got home, got relaxed, got my coffee made, and now I'm ready to record. I am drinking Java Mama Hazel and Nutty, and I think I've drank this before on the show. It is... um, supposed to be like a Nutella type of flavor and it is so good it's like a donut oh with the Nutella flavor very 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 good um it was a new flavor not too long ago and I just finished it off so um this episode was brought to my attention by Sarah so I want to thank Sarah for this she also brought me a couple other ones suggestions because I do need suggestions um trigger warning I am putting out a trigger warning for this because it involves children so it's horrible it was horrible for me I've never even heard of this I don't remember ever hearing about it so I just wanted to put that out there um I don't know what to think of it. I really, I really don't. Uh, my sources are mydeathspace.com, the Chicago Tribune, and dailymail.co.uk. Um, I will have everything in the show notes if you want to get in touch with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and I will also have my buy me a coffee if you um, donate that is wonderful thank you so much and um, if you can't that's understandable uh reviews are appreciated on apple or um rating on spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts um okay this is about an 11 year old girl named dora betancourt um Mundeline, Illinois. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Right outside Chicago. I stayed there years ago in a very nice hotel when I went up there to Great America. And this was way back. Uh, probably 20, 30 years ago, probably. It's been a while since I've been up there. And um, this happened in 2014, January 22nd. 14-year-old Aurora. I do not know how to pronounce her last name. I'm going to say Knauf. It's K-N-A-U-F. She called 911. Uh, Her mom had to work. Single mother had to work. Um, So she was babysitting her sister. She called 911 and claimed that a Hispanic man broke into her home and killed her 11-year-old sister, Dora, that she was babysitting, who she was babysitting. Um... When they got there, Dora had so many knife wounds, they couldn't count them all. She had wounds in the chest, neck, and arms. She also had defensive wounds on her left hand that told him that she had grabbed the knife 
and her right thumb also showed defensive wounds. Um, in her tiny grip of her hand, she held a strand of hair. They said she fought for her life, for her life, this little girl did. Um, they locked down the schools that that Tuesday morning, happened on Tuesday, so all schools were locked down. They had no idea what was going on, if there was a killer around in the neighborhood. After investigating, I could not find how long the investigation took and how the testing of the hair, how long that took. Um, her 14-year-old sister, Aurora, who called 911, was charged with first-degree murder. Um, she was her half-sister, and um, I, I read that they were trying to decide whether to try her as an adult. Um, her explanation, Dora said, or I mean, um, Aurora said that Dora never appreciated her. She set an alarm to get up and give her 40 stab wounds, wounds and punctured her lung with their kitchen knife because she made her dinner many times and even did her chores for her. With every stab of the knife, Aurora told Dora how much she hated her and that she was not thankful for all Aurora had done for her. With every stab of the knife. I cannot imagine a 14-year-old doing this. Now, Dora was the youngest, and I do understand being a youngest child, because I am the youngest, you there... <laughs> There is an older sister who is jealous because you're the youngest and they think mom and dad love you the best and they have to stay home and babysit you because mom has to work. Mom and dad are divorced. Mom has to work. This is like my whole childhood here, it sounds like, except, of course, for the murder. Um, my sister had to watch me when my mom worked second shift. So I, uh, she got tired of it, moved into my dad's house, went, went to my dad's house, and then I was left with a babysitter where my mom had to pay a babysitter every night for me to stay there um yeah it was that was a start of uh problems in the family but um i'm just glad she didn't kill me <laughs> because really uh i don't see my sister doing that but um it, this is just horrible now these girls were three years apart which actually really is not that far apart me and my sister were seven years so that's a pretty wide range but um there of course there was no adult at home when this happened she had made her dinner six times that week and then dora had hit her the night before this happened i don't know what she hit her with if it was just her hand i mean i don't know so um they described in the media had described aurora as being a demonic teenager um, she was in counseling after claims of swinging a bat at her mother when she was 11. She was evaluated after being charged with murder and she agreed that she had anger issues and needed help. Her quote, there's a quote here. My mind was in another place. The devil was in me and that is why my sister is dead. Okay, wait a minute here. This is just my opinion. I know this is a teenager. The devil was in me. Um, she did need help. I think she had mental issues, but I don't like when people claim the devil for something they did when they should be taking responsibility of what they did. This is a young girl. 
but there are adults who say this too. You're responsible for this. It's not the devil. It's your mental issues, mental health and anger issues. That's what this is, um, in my opinion. So she's saying her sister was dead because the devil was in her. No, your sister is dead because you stabbed her 40 times. Um, they cut a deal that she remain in juvenile until she is 21 years old. So she's in, you know, locked up until she's 21. Then they will try for parole. So that would give her five years. It says after five years. So they must have had her locked up for five years. And then they will try to get parole. She got paroled. She is out. Aurora is grateful for her second chance and starting her life over. She poses no threat with um, in society and um, she gets help with the court monitoring that, her mental health and monitoring her um, the psychiatrist doctor that works with her. And she's out and little Dora is gone. It is such a sad case. I, I I could not find a lot about her child about her childhood except that at eleven she was swinging a bat at her mother. Um, I would never ever do that at that age or at any age really. Uh, but it is such a sad story. When Sarah told me this, I will have pictures up on my Instagram. I don't could not find a photo of Aurora because of her age, but I have photos of Dora they lived in a really beautiful home it looked like it was almost like a duplex to me um beautiful home nice neighborhood up there in that area at least last time I was up there and I don't I don't understand it this is something that baffles me at 14 year olds 14 year old setting an alarm to get up stabbing your sister 40 times that poor little girl I do I, I just, I have no words. I, I just don't. I don't understand this. Um, but that is the story of Dora Betancourt and her sister Aurora now, 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 I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce that, is out. You can look this up online, maybe find uh, some more stories about, or some more news about her, about Aurora. I did, uh, when I Googled her name, a LinkedIn um uh, link came up, <laughs> LinkedIn link. And it said that her, her name is hyphenated. So she still carries the maiden name. And I think the married name is Strom, S-T-R-O-M. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So I don't, I'm, I'm guessing she's married because she has a hyphenated name, unless she just took another name. I'm surprised she just didn't drop the maiden name, but, um, uh, and then there was like a Twitter account picture of her that came up uh, when she was young, that that would that would have been when she was young, um, before it happened, before this all happened. But um, it's a very sad, sad story that this little girl is gone and was not able to grow up. So uh, I just wanted to tell that story. And if anybody has any other info on it, information, or knows the family or anything, you can always get in touch with me on my Instagram or my email. My email will be in the show notes. I have to put all that in after I'm finished with this because I usually do that ahead of time, but I completely forgot to do it before I started. So I'm going to have to publish this and then I'm going to go in and add that 
So, um, and everything is, I always post those links in all of my episodes. So you can even find it in another episode if you need to. Um, but that is all for today. Um, I was trying to think of what I finally finished Poker Face on Peacock. Very good. Very good. Very good ending. Hoping, of course, that there will be a season two. Um, I haven't watched much of anything. I am listening, started listening to the podcast called Culpable. It is about, I forgot his name because I have a hard time pronouncing it. But um, the case in Alabama about the, the young kid that was on the case was on Dateline. Now I wish I would have remembered um, the name. I know that um, the girl, the girlfriend's name was Whitley. And this guy that was also staying with them was Dylan. And supposedly they said this kid, I say kid because he's young, um, shot himself and committed suicide. But his family say he he would never commit suicide. But the name of the, the um, podcast is really good. The name of it is called Culpable. And I think there's two seasons, but this is season one. Um, and I have a hard time pronouncing his last name. And now I'm blanking on his first name. And I know, I mean, I was just listening to it. So I just like, you know, but it's, it's, I think it's in Alabama is where it happened. Um, so that's a pretty good one. Um, of course I'm listening to going West, which is one of my all time favorites and death to us part still listening to them. Um, ghastly is another one I just really like. So that's another one that I'm listening to. Um, I'll have to do some more shout outs when I, I'm so behind though on my podcast cause I've been so busy. I've been doing my diamond painting, but diamond paintings and I've been doing my junk journaling. So I've been really busy with my crafts and everything. And, um, but it's a nice sunny day here, a little bit windy, but it's nice and sunny and a nice day for, uh, St. Patrick's day. I hope everybody out there is going to party and have some fun and drink some green beer. And I am Irish. I just did my DNA not that long ago. I'm more Scottish and then Irish is the second part, the second, um, part of me, <laughs> the like the next, uh, percentage down is Irish. So that's all for today. Everybody have a wonderful weekend and a happy St. Patrick's day. And I will see you next time.